Greetings Internet and welcome to the show. Welcome guys to the Raving Native Podcast, I'm your host Rami, coming to you from our own slice of absurdist dystopia, the land where dreams go to die, at least mine did, Tunisia. First things first, I I want to thank the band Kharenga Project for generously allowing me to use their music as intro for the podcast. They're a local Tunisian band and they're awesome. Please, if you're listening to this, go check out their shit on SoundCloud. I will be leaving a link to that on the description below. So, I know starting a podcast in 2021 is is beyond absurd because the numbers just don't make sense. There are more than 2 million other English-speaking podcasts and alone in the world so i'm not talking about uh, the rest of us so basically just peeing in the ocean nobody cares and and you're still feeling shamed about i wanted to make the first uh, episode as an introduction to myself and why did i make the i decided to start the podcast and lay out the format the format of the show and however uh, throughout the weeks of procrastination i think the the purpose of it changed a bit it was just a selfish thing in the sense that i wanted an avenue for self-expression and i had some creative drive that couldn't be satis- satisfied in the context of where i live I couldn't go out to open mics and try to do stand-up comedy in Tunisia because there are no open mics and the the stand-up is very, very limited in the sense it's strictly clean observational comedy that you write on your own, then go to television shows basically audition those five minutes without working them out that's why every time I see comedy on Tunisian television it's it's beyond shitty it's it's beyond bad it stinks so fucking bad but anyway I refuse to do that and I and even if I did the type of comedy I wanted to, to do the type of comedy that makes fun of religion and power dynamics that and shit jokes and fart jokes and dick jokes I'd be in jail long before the the set airs so yeah it's pointless anyway so my focus shifted from that and my the purpose of the show shifted from that to something a little less selfless a little more selfless actually excuse me but it shifted from hey let me uh, scream into the void about the, the shit i'm going through uh, living in a such a backwards, stupid ass culture. To, I, I think I need to get a vo- my voice out there, because with the shit going on in the world right now, 
I found myself wishing with every fiber of my being that I had a voice, that I could speak up for people, that I could speak up against certain narratives, that I could be somewhat of a voice for the voiceless, for the less fortunate, for, for the powerless. And don't get me wrong, this is supposed to be a, a fun show, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast making fun of my absurd situations and and the absurd the, the overwhelming absurdity that that I encounter day to day living and among people who life harder for, for for themselves and for me for no reason at all I will explain that further but what the shit that I've been seeing for the last few days I was literally in tears. I, I I felt so fucking powerless because I saw suffering and I saw oppression and I saw uh, devastation and I saw murder and, and destitution. Uh, I don't know if that's even a word. I saw uh, and I saw I saw horrid, horrible things and I saw the maliciousness of people, the hypocrisy the hypocrisy of of liberal media of mainstream media regarding the case of Palestine I always had a certain not hatred but a certain disregard and a certain skepticism for liberal media I always knew that there they were basically two sides of the same coin the med, the the liberals and the conservatives but when I saw how much they twisted a simple situation, really, how shamelessly they took the, the side of the oppressor, of the colonizer, of the invader, of the killer, of the rapist, of the, of the stealer, of the murderer, and being proud of it, and actually oppressing anybody that could actually try and make uh, the case for Palestine, to try to, to express a counter-narrative. I saw MSNBC, I saw CNN, I saw everybody. from. It's like I was watching Fox News, but everywhere. And I saw people, Andrew fucking Yang, the, the progressive motherfucker with the, the universal basic income and shit, Standing out with Israel, dude, at the time of this recording, 130 Palestinian people died, 900 wounded. And you know why? Because Israel decided to evict 500 Palestinian families from their home for no reason. Why? I mean... You already had 99% of the fucking land. Leave us bro, fucking brief, bro. Why? 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 It's it's so fucking disheartening. It's so fucking... The, the hypocrisy they see everywhere. France, le pays des droits de l'homme, the, the fucking... Uh, la cinquième république, the blah, 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 the, all the fucking bullshit. Then... That, that 
pussy ass Macron t- takes the side of the oppressor, the UK sells fucking uh, arms and se- to Israel and sends fighter jets to fight with Israel. Like, dude, the Palestinians have nothing. They they have nothing. Hamas has fucking uh, missiles from World War Two uh, that they salvage through fucking t- tunnels. What are you What are you talking about? You guys had had nuclear bombs. Israel has nuclear bombs. Uh, the, the, the hypocrisy, the, the the pain I feel for for the Palestinian people is immense. The disdain I have I have for humanity has never been greater. I swear, even Arab people, my fucking people, Tunisian people, I talk to them. A lot of them are sympathetic. The overwhelming majority are sympathetic. But then I talk to to, to well-read, very smart, very aware people, and they give me shit like, yeah, you know. Humanity has been killing itself for thousands of years. I wish they murder each other. They both murder each other and uh, we move on. Oh, really, man? So you're so above this. I'm talking to fucking Dr. Manhattan all of a sudden. We get it. We get it, dude. The world is gonna end. Humanity's existence is absurd. There is no reason for living. God is dead. We get it, but let's not use the absurdity of the human condition to disregard the suffering of real people. I swear I didn't, I, I love the dude and he's my friend, but, and I didn't respond to him. All I said was, I'm in no place to have this debate right now, but he was so fucking outraged because what he said was so tone deaf. I knew that if he saw me, in, because we were speaking through messages, if he saw my emotional state, if he saw my body language and how I felt, he wouldn't have said what he, what he has said. And so I didn't really respond. But if somebody said that to me in, in, in real life, I think I would have slapped him, slapped him in the fucking teeth. Probably, yeah. And I'm not a violent guy at all, but yeah, probably. I mean, babies are fucking dying as I speak, and and you're telling me, yeah, humanity has been dying for millions of years, and you know, it's all absurd, and entropy will end it all, so why bother dying now or dying later? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you, dude. If your dog died, it'd be fucking crying like a little bitch. So don't give me that you're above feelings bullshit and you're too cool to feel and you're a fucking nihilist. Stop that fucking bullshit. Yeah, you don't have enough balls to care, so you choose cowardly apathy. That's what that's what it is. You're not better than you than anyone. You're not above anyone. You don't have this fucking meta perspective. No, no, it's all bullshit. Yeah, fuck that. I wish I could speak up for people, but at least there are some people who do. Uh, there are people like Abby Martin, people like Noam Chomsky, people like Low Key, the, the British rapper, people all over the world. And uh, 
even people from uh, Israeli descent, Jewish people like Natalie Portman are, are speaking out because they can see beyond the lies, beyond, beyond the fucking propaganda, the, the huge propaganda machine that uh, Israel has. I mean, it's, it's really disheartening. I, I can't express the sorrow that I feel. It's, uh, I'm so fucking disappointed in humanity. I mean, people in Chile, people who are going through uh, th through their own shit, are speaking up and are going uh, going to uh, to protest uh, in order uh, in solidarity with Palestine. And people over here are disregarding uh, the suffering of their fellow men. Oh my God! I swear this is supposed to be a a, fu a funny show. Anyway. Let's move on to something less important, but uh, still annoying to me. As I said, uh, I'm trying to be a comedian, and my dream is to, is to be a comedian. So I follow, I follow comedy and comedians all over the world, and the, the past few days, the internet is trying to, to cancel Tony Hinchcliffe, who's a hilarious comedian. Who has the the podcast Keltoni? So, this is what happened on a private uh, on a small show that is not supposed to be recorded. Tony said a racist a racist slur and trying to be funny. He said the 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 c word regarding Asian people. Not cunt, by the way. It's. Uh, it's the, the things you you find in armors, actually. You know, usually. You know, I'm not going to say the word because... Not because I'm afraid to be cancelled. Nobody's going to listen to this. But because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And apparently, people's feelings are getting hurt. So, a lot of people's feelings are getting hurt. Because of that word. And because of what's going on in the world, in America right now. With the violence against Asian people and... And the hatred and the stupidity. So, doing that that joke was really anticlimactic and and a bit tone deaf. But but it's it is what it is. It's a joke, and he's allowed to to make a joke. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. He he, he shouldn't be fired. He shouldn't be lynched for making a mistake. I mean, to to. To try to to say that Tony is is a is a racist person or uh, harbors hate in his heart is beyond absurd. Anybody who watches this show knows that nobody, almost nobody, has given to other comedians uh, a, a, an avenue and a, the opportunity to shine than Tony did. In his show, he he, he helped uh, the careers of. A lot of minorities, a lot of women, he tries, he tries to be as egalitarian as he can be in his show. So, yeah, he makes offensive jokes, but that's what they are. It's jokes. I mean, even the people in the show were laughing. But, but I guess the, the, uh, the, comedian, the Asian comedian uh, he was making fun of him didn't like it. But in comedy, there is a certain bond a certain camaraderie camaraderie i don't know how, how to, to, to fucking pronounce it that 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 shouldn't be fucked with 
you don't turn on, on your on your fellow brother on your comrade it's it, it's fucked up if he said something that hurt your feelings you don't fucking record him and release the recording and, and try to cancel him you go you go talk to him and tell him hey you little weasel fuck why did you say this that hurt my feelings it's a bad joke it's in poor taste you shouldn't do this again and he will apologize he's not tony knows that the the, the joke didn't wasn't clever wasn't funny it didn't really work some people left but that they were in uncomfortable laughter and you know it's okay it's a comedy is like anything else trial and error and that's how uh, shit gets figured out so to, to, to turn on your uh, on your friend on somebody you've worked with like that is is it's such a pussy move you don't see it you don't see it in other art forms really you don't see uh, I don't know Scorsese sh- uh, shitting on another director shitting on Quentin Tarantino because his movies have a lot of violence on them or because uh, uh, they said uh, 3,000 times the n-word in Django Unchained or something that I don't know why it's specific to comedy this scrutiny and this uh, this basic basically lynch mob mentality and and I really disagree with Tony on a lot of things uh, when it comes to to, to politics and, and but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because what matters is context and intent. He, his intent was to be funny, and the context was to make fun of the previous comic who shat on on white people by shitting on uh, his ethnicity by making fun of his ethnicity. I wish he he said he said a slur about brown people so so as a as a brown person so i could say that it's okay that i understand the context but i can't say that what he said wasn't offensive because it wasn't targeted at, at me or or something i can relate to so i guess the person had the right to be offended but i think that, that the punishment doesn't fit the crime because tony's career is suffering he's losing dates he's got his uh, his agent uh, his agency has dropped him. I think it's 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 fucked up because this cancel culture culture is really going out of hand, and you see it because you don't see just comedians getting cancelled. You don't see people from the right getting cancelled, but you see people from the the extreme left, uh, like the the YouTuber. Uh, uh, I forgot her name, I apologize profusely. Uh, I think it's Natalie something from uh, count, uh, ContraPoints, I think. Who They wanted to cancel her, and she's a trans lady. They wanted to cancel her because she had a trans man on the show, and that trans man didn't harbor progressive enough view, uh, views regarding transgender people or something it's it's so fucking asinine it, it's so fucking out of hand and she did uh, an amazing an amazing video demystifying and explaining how 
cancel culture works and she really makes a beautiful job of of really analyzing what's good in it and what's bad and and how it's a tool to control that that should be used wisely that shouldn't be you know because it's good to cancel people like uh, Jeffrey Epstein like uh, Weinstein like Bill Cosby people who did harmful harmful things but to to restrict the freedom of expression is a dangerous dangerous thing and I'm I'm not coming to, from this uh, uh, an extremely right-wing angle no 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 I'm, I'm very left-wing I'm, I'm so fucking left-wing that I consider liberals extremely right-wing that's how fucking left-wing I am anyway I hope uh, Tony doesn't gets out of this uh, relatively unscathed and I hope yeah, I hope Palestine too, but yeah, I think it's too late for that. Yeah. I went uh, on a bit of a rant, but usually uh, I planned out a segment on the show. That is, because I'm, uh, I'm a bit stupid. I wanted to take the opportunity of, uh, of the show to learn each week to learn something new about a subject, a few facts and so on. The first episode was going to be uh, about uh, the original people and the history of the original people of Tunisia, uh, of North Africa, the Amazigh people. But the, the, the uh, situation of, uh, of the Palestine thing actually trumped that. And uh, I think I'm going to do it ne- next time. So I wanted to, to talk more about this because... Emotionally, it it was paining me. Really, I wanted to to have somewhat of a voice, somewhat of a notoriety, so I could reach more people, so I could give a voice to those people. But yeah, I'm sorry, it's not the case. I feel, I really feel powerless. But you know, maybe in ten years or twenty years, I'd have enough. Of, of a voice to make uh, a small change at least and yeah Palestine will be there Palestine will be there in 10 or 20 years it will always be there yeah existence is resistance right and Palestine will always exist even if the the Israeli people are trying to erase them they they can't you can't erase a whole idea you can't erase an identity you can try but, but you know people die ideas that won't and the Palestinian people will never never fucking surrender they will never forget who they really are and where they came from and I'm talking about this from a personal I have a personal connection with the, with the Palestinian plight because I know Palestinian people and I have seen them suffer. I've seen their families shattered. I've seen them getting losing their houses and they came and they people I loved. They lived basically ten meters away from my house and I saw the pain that caused by the war and the, the 
the apartheid state and the invasion and whatever you want to call it. I refuse to call it a conflict because it's not a fucking conflict. It's a full-on in a colonial settler state. It's not. That's not a fucking conflict. There is nothing to be debated there. It's it's a fucking war. Yeah. It's yeah. It's really the the narrative that they were able to paint for people like Joe Biden and people who now parade themselves as these left wing as if they spoke for for the common man as if they spoke for justice didn't he say a few years back that if there were no no Israel in the Middle East the United States would have to build an Israel to protect its interest didn't that senile old fucking hair sniffing cunt vote for the Iraq war didn't he cause the death of a million fucking people Jesus fucking Christ, the hypocrisy of liberals is beyond belief. Fuck them, fuck them, really. And fuck the, the Republicans too, because well, at least I have some respect for them, because they don't pretend to be progressive, they don't pretend to speak for the people. Of course they dabble with right-wing populism, but we both know that they're lying to, to us and to themselves, so... At least they're not really trying to deceive us because they know that we know. Liberals are, you know, are really evil. Are really, really fucking evil. I mean, all you have to do is to, to hear the recording of, uh, of Hillary defending a, a child rapist when she was a lawyer. And yeah, you get the whole idea, I guess. All you have to do is remember the 12th flight that her husband took with Jeffrey Epstein to his uh, uh, kid fucking island to know what they're all about. So yeah, what a sad, despicable world we live in. But hey, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun if you're a fan of the theater of the absurd, if you're a fan of dystopian novels. If you want to see the world burn, like my friend. Yeah. To be honest, I don't want to see the world burn. But I'm not really attached to it either, so... I guess that's the, the, the end of the show. I know it's uh, it's the first uh, episode. I wish I, could, I had a co-host, as I said, so I could bounce shit off them as you have a real conversation, but... Uh, Maybe one day. Anyway, thanks for listening and see you next time.